Welcome to Digital Marketing That Puts People First, brought to you by The Online Co, where we believe the best way to help businesses grow is to do exactly that, put people first. I'm James Parnwell, and in this episode, we're talking about next year and what you can start thinking about in order to have the best 2023. This year has been big for Australian businesses. I'm sure many of you are looking forward to Christmas and taking a break. We just want to seed your subconscious with some ideas that it can work on while you're on the beach or relaxing with friends. You have hopes and dreams for the future of your business, and we'd like to kickstart your 2023 with some great ideas. Hence, the 12 days of Christmas for digital marketing. Today, I'm joined by Callista, Heidi and Rich. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi. It has been a big year. Uh, Rich, has Google done anything that you thought was a what are you up to moment? I, I believe they've changed the name of Google Data Studio, for example. Yeah, to Looker Studio, which is very bizarre. Don't understand it. Google's, yeah. Yes, let's. Ongoing changes from Google is just always a what moment. <laughs> I don't, I'd, I'd love to have been in the uh, planning meeting where it's like, no, Google's data studio is terrible. Let's go with Looker Studio. Yeah. That works. I don't even know what it's it got means. a it's got a ring to it. Well, and it, the logo looks like a ring. It looks like a I don't know if is it an engagement ring? I don't know. It's a weird looking. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand it. Well, the years had all sorts of other things between um rising interest rates and wars and all sorts of things. So in business it's been it's been um challenging and, and we Despite all of that, we saw many of our clients growing, expanding with new products, hiring new staff. And despite all the doom and gloom, uh, lots of businesses are pressing forward. So we're going to do 12 days of Christmas for digital marketing. So on the first day of Christmas, my good friend said to me, what, it's December already? <laughs> um, here's a thought. It'll be December 2023 before you know it. If you just blink, you look back and go, well, I can't believe we're there. Uh, what you need to do, I think, is just take a minute to dream about what you want your life, your business to look like in a year. Just take some time away from your computer and think about it. What what comes to mind? And then write it down because it doesn't really exist till you write it down. And then just get a bit excited by it. It's just a really easy way to start visioning about what you can look like in one year's time. Scary as it is, one year's just gone, that one year's gonna go again. Now on the second day of Christmas, my good friend said to me, get your website loading faster, Rich. <laughs> yeah, so it's been over a year now that Google has made page load speeds and performance part of the algorithm. So you, if your page loads slowly, you're being penalized. So um, there is a, free resource you can just go to google and type in page speed insights put your website url into the little field and you'll get a big analysis from google of what how how quickly your site loads it gives you a score out of 100 if you're below 80 you're in trouble yeah <laughs> and and it gives you all sorts of information about things you can fix um a lot of it is very very technical almost all of it is so you may need to hire a developer to help you but you need to get that fixed up Yes, uh, in some ways, this should have been a 2022 plan. <laughs> but if it isn't, yeah. make it a 2023 plan. Yeah. Cool. Well, on the third day of Christmas, my good friend said to me, 
what's been working in last year in the PPC landscape and what's going to work next year, Heidi? Okay, so obviously you want to start strategizing and you want to start strategizing before the new year comes in. So really looking at what worked last year, look at, you know, where the ups and the downs were within the seasons, where, uh, what campaigns worked well, what types of images worked well on Facebook, what type of ads worked well on uh, Google ads and strategize around what has worked well. Obviously stay away from things that haven't worked and put your budget where it's going to work and where you're going to get the best results um, and start thinking about that at the beginning of the year um, or even earlier so that you've got a great strategy to go forwards. Yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense. It's a good time to stock take what's been happening and, and what you need to hone in on for next year. On the fourth day of Christmas, my good friends said to me, test your own customer service online or your online buying experience. Callista? Well, this little point that when we were chatting about it earlier, it reminded me of the movie The Intern. It's a 2015 movie with Anne Hathaway and Robert De Niro. And in the movie, she has an online uh, clothing store. And basically what she does is she purchases something online and she gets it sent to her home so that she can see how it arrives. And a lot of what they talk about in that, in that movie as well is they go through absolutely everything about their buying process and watching how people um, order things, whether they actually put it in the, the cart and then purchase it or whether they go back and don't purchase it. And I, I think that um, if you are running an online commerce store, that's really something that you need to do. And, you know, take take that advice from that movie and go in there and be your own customer and see what happens. You yeah, never know what it, you might be able to fix. And if you don't sell things online, still, what happens to leads when they come into you? Do you get back to them within a couple of hours or does it take two weeks or do you not get back to them at all? What What does your own customer experience look like? Mm. You may be leaving all sorts of business on the table just because your system's not working there properly. So on the fifth day of Christmas, my good friend said to me, automate your CRM. Actually, do you even have a CRM? Uh, what happens when those leads come in? Is there a system that is uh, reminding you about them? Is it sending them automated emails? Is it processing through to different proposal software or different into your uh, invoicing software? All of this can be automated and you're sitting there tapping away doing things that could just be all done at a click of a button. CRMs are so powerful these days. There's so many things they can be doing for you. They create you a database that you can talk to ongoingly. Somebody who was interested today but not ready might be interested in nine months' time. And September 2023, they're ready to come back because you've automated some emails and you've sent some things out and you've been in contact with them. Your database might be the lowest hanging fruit with all sorts of opportunities sitting there ready for you to go. Mm. On the sixth day of Christmas, my good friend said to me, GA4, just do it. Hey, Rich. Yeah, so uh, the analytics system that Google's been using for the last 20 or so years is going away July 1st, 2023. <laughs> it is, no, they're, it's gone. They're not even, all the data is going to go, everything. So they've got this new system that they've been rolling out for a couple of years called GA4. If you haven't started doing using it yet, you need to get it on your site. If you're not using mm -hmm. analytics at all, well, 
start now and get it and start with <laughs> GA4. Um, it's important because it gives you insights into where people are coming from, what they're doing on your website. Um, there's all sorts of things you can track in analytics, which can help your business grow online. So you've got a deadline, June 30th, 2023. <laughs> yes, you have no choice. Um, GA, the benefits of GA4 is probably a whole nother podcast. So we won't, we won't go there, but um, yeah, Google's forcing your hand. You need to get into it. All right. On the seventh day of Christmas, my good friend said to me, make a video or three, Heidi? Yes, so many people love video these days and you can use them across all different channels. So on your website, on Facebook, all social media really, even on YouTube. And, um, you know, sometimes they don't even have to be professionally built. You can just pick up your iPhone and put together an informational video or something like that. Just explain a little bit about who you are, introduce your staff members and things like that. And it's something that your customers and people uh, who are looking at you can really get to know a bit about you and get to know a bit more about your business and can, like I said, be used across multiple channels and can be really uh, just a great way to, to get brand awareness and share, share what you have to share. Yeah, and you don't really need to overthink it, do you? You don't no. need to spend thousands of thousands. You can literally pick up your iPhone and record something and stick it on. Yeah. And in fact, just starting by doing that might be a good way to start and then you you get better over time. Uh, video video was a strategy for 2023. I mean, video was a strategy in 2010. <laughs> it's not a new strategy, right? But more That's and more right. and more, it's more important as uh, mm. as bandwidth speeds have increased and uh, social media, you know, et cetera. All the different new social medias are all video-based. Facebook in particular um, prioritises video over, you know, plain static images at times as well. So it's really important to get those videos up. Absolutely. All right, on the eighth day of Christmas, my good friend said to me, optimise your LinkedIn profile. When have you last even looked at it? Callista. Listen, LinkedIn is becoming more and more that networking space, uh, especially for B2B, but you can you can also use it for B2C, which is turning out to be something that I think lots of people didn't think that it could be. Um, I find when I'm working on LinkedIn profiles, the biggest thing is that banner at the top. Um Obviously, the information is important. You want to make sure that you update it. You know, if your circumstances changed, if you get a new job, if you get a promotion. Um, but that banner at the top, if it's grey or if you don't have a profile picture, like a business type profile picture, um, you know, leave your leave your funny, geeky photos for Facebook profile pictures. But for <laughs> LinkedIn, let's like use something that's a little bit more business focused um but honestly when when you see an optimized linkedin profile like you see something that's got a nice banner at the top regardless of what it is whether you want to put your um current company there or not that doesn't really matter it's just having it something there so that it you know it shows a little bit of you and then a really nice profile picture and your about stuff you know when you say nice things about yourself people then go oh okay this person has you know, some self-confidence or they're, they're interested in um, showing their best, putting their best foot forward in the LinkedIn space. It actually really um, 
if you're posting things about your your business and you're advertising yourself on LinkedIn, then it means that people are going to want to connect with you more. Yes. So it's typical to set up LinkedIn. You know, you did it once in 2011. You may not have looked at it since. It's true. <laughs> you, pro- you probably should look at it every year, right? Just just give it a give it a brush up, a bit of a spring clean. Yeah. I mean, it's actually not that hard to get people looking at your profile. It might sound really weird, but, um, you know, I, I change things up every now and then on LinkedIn. I go in and LinkedIn is actually really great because if you go to your profile page, it will actually give you um, a whole bunch of suggestions of things that you should do. So it asks you, is your, is your current title still the same? So it's been, it's been 10 months since I updated my current title for um, working at the online co. So it asked me this morning when I logged in and I said, <laughs> yes, it's still the same. Um, but you know, I think, uh, if you just go in and check on your profile, it's going to make things a lot easier because it does actually, uh, give you little tips and tries to get yep. you to do things. <laughs> it helps you along. Yeah. Well, on the ninth day of Christmas, my good friend said to me, you need to understand your customer. This sounds like a basic question, but how deeply do you understand your customer? We encourage you to think about your favorite customer or customers, write down their story, what their life was like, who they are, what their family's like, etc. understand them, what their problem was, what was causing them struggles, and then how you solve their solution. And that's a story there. That's a story that you want to tell over and over again for lots of new customers. And that story will help you target your new customers. You can learn lots from talking to your staff about what their mo- about your customers' common concerns are. You can talk to the customers yourself. You could even take them out to lunch and ask them. You could survey them. The better you understand your customers, the better service you're going to provide, the more your business will grow. That's not even really a – it's kind of a vague marketing trick. It's like – Hey, we should be doing this clever techie stuff. No, just understand people. That's people first, right? We talk about that a lot. Yeah. All right. On the 10th day of Christmas, my good friend said to me, beware, Google's going to do a whole stack more algorithm updates. Rich? Yeah, 2022 was a big year for algorithm updates. They were pretty much ongoing and rolling from May onwards. Uh, There was a series of updates over the last few months. And Google is calling it the helpful update. And that means what Google means by that, Google is semi-transparent about what these updates do. And Google- I love that you put that in parentheses, Rich. The helpful (laughs) in parentheses update. Uh, What it means by that is that um, Google is kind of weeding out the content that is not helpful, that if somebody goes to a page and- they find they bounce out. They're like they find the content and it's it's just spam, or poorly written, doesn't have what they're looking for, and they bounce out. Google's paying more and more attention to how long you stay on the page, how much, how far down the page you get. Can sort of tell when a page is performing well as far as providing what a person's looking for. So, if your content's not helpful, if you're writing content for Google and you're not writing it for your customers then you need to stop doing that and just write helpful content. If you're writing 10 articles a month and they're just for Google, don't do that. Write one or two really, really good articles that are helpful and provide real answers to questions 
and you will be rewarded. Uh, there's yeah. a there's mm. a a score in the SEO community called the Eat, you know, Expertise, Authority, Trust, Eat score. And those three things are really, really important to Google. If you're an expert, you have authority and people trust you, Google will reward you with higher rankings. So, Yeah, so you can write really helpful content and seed it with keywords. Yeah. But just writing content for the sake of keywords means you're, you've focused the wrong way. Well, we talk about people first all the time. Here we are again. Write your content to people. I'd be curious to know whether Google thinks that those annoying recipe blogs are helpful or not, because it's kind of tricks, kind of <laughs> tricky because you have to scroll down and you have to spend time to get to the recipe. So maybe it's a way of tricking Google into uh, thinking it's helpful, but really you just want to strangle your computer because it's. <laughs> <laughs> Back in 1873, yeah. my great, great, great grandmother was walking down a hill and discovered this new herb. That, uh, yeah. 4,000 words later. What, yeah. you know, what do I need to buy <laughs> to make yeah. this? <laughs> yeah. That's real life. Yeah. <laughs> Not helpful. <laughs> On the 11th day of Christmas, my good friend said to me, get a bit different. How can I do something that makes you stick out a bit from your customers? Callista? Listen, I was thinking about this, especially when Heidi was talking about videos. Um, and I think that the people that are really working on social media and building their business in what seems to be the 2022 way, um, the way that they are getting different is by personalizing everything. Um, you know, they're creating content that is, showing who they are as a business owner, um, their team members, and really getting people to know them as a business and not just the brand. So that it's almost like they're becoming their own brand. Um, and I feel like it's it's got to do with exactly the same thing that Google's doing with authority and trust is, you know, um, on those things, it's, okay, I'm putting myself out there and whether you like me or not is kind of whether you're going to buy my, buy my product, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I think that it is, it could be very confronting for some, some people. Um, but especially in the small to medium business space, I feel like that is actually what's getting people seen in the climate that we live in. So the idea that the way to be unique is to be yourself mm -hmm. is not, it's not terribly complicated, is it? No. <laughs> you got to come up with some magical way to be different. Oh, maybe I am my own unique version of myself. And mm -hmm. um, there's plenty of people that are going to like you, want to do business with you just for being authentic. Yeah. Oh, putting people first again. Oh, what? <laughs> All right. And on the 12th day of Christmas, my good friend said to me, make sure you take a proper rest over this break. Get some time off. I think in my experience, when I properly switch off and my mind is at rest and my body's at rest, it's actually when my creativity comes the best mm. and uh, my productivity will be better next year if I rest properly in this break. Ideas will come while I'm resting and then when I'm back, because I've replenished, it's like my uh, if my body's an engine, it just needs a bit of a bit of a relax, a bit of a stop. 
if I flog it the whole time, it's more likely to break down. So this Christmas, make sure you eat too much food. Make sure you laugh till it hurts. Hang out with your family, your friends. Get outside in the sunshine. Do something you love that fills up your tank. Uh, And if you rest properly, well, those ideas, uh, that inspiration and that motivation for next year will just bubble its way to the surface. Hmm. Well, I hope today's been helpful for you. Um, If you'd like any further help with your digital marketing, we'd love to help you with our digital marketing playbook, which is our premier planning process. We've hinted at a number of the points that we cover in that process today. We've developed it over 10 years to put together uh, robust and holistic digital marketing plans that really help businesses grow. You just jump online, type in the online co, click on the red button and book a quick chat. Thank you, Callista and Heidi and Rich for joining me today. Thank you, Jay. Yeah, we had fun. We uh, look forward to a terrific 2023 here at the Online Co. and to all of you as well. This episode of Digital Marketing That Puts People First was brought to you by The Online Co. Production and music by Harry Parnwell. You can find us at theonlineco.net. If this has been helpful for you, please feel free to share it. Uh, We'd love you to subscribe and leave us a review. Take care.